Good evening. You are on Divorce and Family Law Talk Radio Show. My name is Attorney Vincent Davis. The effects of divorce, especially when the divorce involves children, last far longer than the divorce process itself. The consequences of marital dissolution can affect all members of the family and can last a lifetime. You've got questions? We've got answers. Family law legal experts answer your questions about divorce, kids, children, property, custody, spousal support, and much more. Good evening, folks. Uh, This is Attorney Vincent Davis, and I am on the air again with my associate, Attorney Raj Matani. Um, Let's see if I can patch Raj through to the show. Raj, good evening. Hi, Vince. Can you hear me? I can hear you loud and clear, Raj. Oh, fantastic. Uh, this evening, I'm actually in Chicago, Illinois. Um, I'm in Illinois working, and uh, Raj is back home in the Los Angeles area in Arcadia this evening. Wow, Vince. Uh, I, uh, how's the Windy City treating you? Uh, you know, I've been working just been working and working and you know it's a little warm here it's about uh 80 degrees um how's the weather back there yeah, well, in uh, Los Angeles well we're we're warming up here as well um but you you know you got to enjoy those Chicago summers cuz they they last a very short time so um if you haven't been yet i'd encourage you to go to uh Willis Tower if you have a little bit of Touristy time. Go to Willis Tower, see the sky observation deck. It's a great, uh, it's a great place to look out onto the city. I will do that. Is that downtown? I think so. It's what used to be the, um, I think the Sky Tower or, or Sears Tower, whatever that, the biggest, tallest building in Chicago is. But uh, it's an all glass observation deck, and I think it's free or very local. And you go there and you can see the whole place, and you're basically standing on a on a plate of glass uh, overlooking um, all of Chicago. Uh, well, I might take you up on that uh, suggestion. Raj, this evening, we've been getting a lot of um, questions about the Johnny Depp situation with his wife, yeah. Amber Heard. And... Uh, I just want to read to you something that I found interesting. It's from Time Magazine, and the author is a woman by the name of Melissa Chan. And it says, Actress Amber Heard, the estranged wife of Hollywood star Johnny Depp, is accusing her husband of domestic violence amid a bitter divorce battle. The actress appeared in Los Angeles Superior Court with a bruised face last Friday when she was granted a temporary restraining order against Depp. Her lawyers say the actress received the bruises during a fight at home with the Oscar-nominated actor and that Heard has suffered through years of physical and psychological abuse at the hands of her husband. Depp has not commented publicly, but his lawyers have argued that Heard is attempting to secure a premature financial resolution by alleging abuse. This week's people cover story includes new photos of Heard's face after the alleged assault. Here's what to know about the dispute. 
Kurt says Depp threw a cell phone at her face, hitting her cheek and right eye during an attack at their Hollywood home on May 21st, according to the Associated Press, which cited her sworn declaration in court. She also said her husband was drunk and high when he allegedly pulled her hair, screamed at her, and repeatedly hit her and violently grabbed her face during the incident. Heard and her lawyers say the incident is one of many and that she was subjected to excessive emotional, verbal, and physical abuse during the entirety of the couple's 15-month marriage. The alleged abuse, Heard said, included angry, hostile, humiliating, and threatening assaults to Ms. Heard whenever she questioned his authority or disagreed with him. Quote, I live, in fear of John, I live in fear that Johnny will return to our house unannounced to terrorize me physically and emotionally, she added. According to court documents cited by people, Depp's attorney, Laura Wasser, says Heard is attempting to secure a premature financial resolution by alleged abuse. Depp's representative has publicly con- commented on their divorce but not the abuse allegations. Given the brevity of this marriage and the most recent and tragic loss of his mother, Johnny will not respond to any of the salacious stories, gossip, misinformation, and lies about his personal life, a representative said in the May 26th statement. After news broke out of their impending divorce, but before her abuse allegations became public, Hopefully, the dissolution of this short marriage will be resolved quickly. Heard's lead attorney, Samantha Spector, and her co-counsel, Joseph Koning, said in a joint statement that Heard's actions are not motivated by money. Quote, Amber is a brave and financially independent woman who is showing the courage of her convictions by doing the right thing against Johnny's relentless army of lawyers and surrogates. The statement said, quote, Amber is the victim. Amber is a hero. The couple met on the set while they were shooting the 2011 film, The Rum Diary. Heard now 30 and Depp, 52, tied the knot in 2015, the magazine reports and its news cover story. The two made headlines in April when they both appeared in an apology video filmed for the government of Australia. Heard faced criminal charges after flying the couple's two dogs into the country without proper permission. Australia ended up dropping charges of illegal import after Heard pleaded guilty to improperly bringing in the animals into the country. Heard filed for divorce on May 23rd, citing, citing irreconcilable differences, her legal team told Time. The filing came two days after the alleged abuse incident. Now, that story um, broke from Time magazine today at approximately uh, 3.30 p.m. Eastern Time. The article is filled with a lot of key words that we find in a lot of divorce scenarios. Raj, what did you think about the uh, about this whole situation? You know, Vince, the, one of the reasons why I, I wanted to talk about this issue or why we chose to talk about this issue today with for our show is that this case brings up 
a litany of family law issues that um, apply whether people are celebrities or not. Uh, we have issues of domestic violence. We have issues of spousal support, um, dissolution, um, how that affects presumptions in California. So, uh, you know, we can take this one topic, and fortunately for us as a radio show, it gives us something to talk about. Um, but what's happening here um, happens with clients of ours who are, you know, far less wealthy, and, um, uh, you know, it creates everyday issues for, for, for clients. And, uh, you know, uh, just hearing hearing this story when it broke, um, one, people couldn't believe it. You know, we think of celebrities as people who have a pristine life, and this this story, unlike a lot of celebrity divorces, shows how contentious the process can be and convoluted. And so um, I think you and I, we're going to break down these issues piece by piece and, and kind of go through how that could, could affect any divorce case. So, Raj, the one thing that struck me odd was there have been reports that these two did not have a prenuptial agreement. Have you heard that yes. reported in the news? Yes, and I, I have find it odd. I find it odd because um, with a, a person of Mr. Depp's uh, uh, great financial wealth and success that he has had, it would seem that um, an attorney and he has one of the best attorneys in town, Ms. Wasser. Yeah, um, yeah, big time. Um, would have advised him, and maybe she wasn't his attorney at that time, but it seems somebody might have mentioned to him uh, that, uh, you know, he should have a prenuptial agreement. What do you think? Well, especially for Johnny Depp, it was you would think he he might have learned from his past mistakes, I, I believe he was previously married to another actress, and uh, they have—I think they have two kids—and so um, he knows sort of what the ramifications are of getting into a union in California, and then what happens if that ends up dissolving. So uh, I found it also very curious that the parties did not have a prenuptial agreement. Um, one, because Johnny has this knowledge and history, and secondly. His financial position compared to Ms. Hurd is vastly different. Ms. Hurd is an up-and-coming actress. Um, I think from some of the disclosures, uh, she's filed her income and expense disclosure with the court, but I think the most she ever made from any one of her movies to date or within the last year has been maybe $60,000. Johnny Depp is getting paid upwards of $20 million per picture for um, his Pirates of the Caribbean story uh, movie. So when you take into account his history and the financial disparity, it's very curious that he didn't have uh, the protections of a prenuptial agreement. You know, there was uh, something online that I read um, in the Daily Mail, uh, and that's spelled D-A-I-L-M-A-I-L.com. Uh, it's, a, it's a UK uh, newspaper or rag, I don't know, gossip paper. I don't know which one. But anyway, that the headline there says that Johnny Depp's marriage fell apart after he was driven insane by fear that Amber Heard was cheating with Kara and I can't pronounce the last name, but D E L E V I N G N E. 
Delavine. Yes. Have you heard that? Have you heard that uh, I, rumor? Vince, for for uh, once in uh, in our office's history, you were more up to date on salacious gossip than I am. Um, you know, <laughs> my my reading of TMZ in the morning is apparently not enough. But uh, I I mean I know who that person is, and I I can understand why. Uh, uh, I mean, breaking any any news here, but Amber Heard has come out as being, you know, bisexual and having relationships with with multiple partners. But um, I can understand why, or uh, maybe believe the rumor that you know she might be having an extramarital affair, and why this would have why this would have thrown Mr. Depp off. I mean, it doesn't excuse if these allegations are true. It doesn't excuse his behavior, but you can sort of understand where they might emanate from. And I just want to make sure, uh, clear for our audience, uh, the fact that Amber Heard is or is not bisexual and has had many relationships. It's just gossip that we've seen on the internet. Right. We, we, we well, that actually. That. Right. So I mean, I know she she said this. She said this uh, statement. It's, it's like it's common knowledge within uh, entertainment circles. But um, the what. It begins the initial part of any discussion of a family law case in California. Family law uh, and dissolution in California is a no-fault state. So regardless of whether a person has an extramarital affair or does whatever kinds of things outside the bounds of expectation or um, sometimes even morality, um, weighs zero upon the court in terms of dividing of assets or um, you know other factors. It, it could be considered by the court when determining custody as to, you know, who can provide the most stable environment, but um, those would all be sort of equity arguments as opposed to statutory. But you begin with the understanding in California that it's, it's a no-fault state, and so, uh, you know, the reasons why people choose to divorce or what drove them to do it are, are uh, not always critical to the case. Do they have any children? Uh, Miss Heard and Mr. Depp do not. Um, but do they have children from other relationships? He, yeah, I I think Mr. Depp has two. I'm not sure. It's, I think it's two kids from a previous marriage. I so Heard he has was married. He was married before. Are you a yeah. Johnny Depp fan? I I mean I'm a. I'm a millennial who follows Twitter, so you know I can get, I can get information on celebrity without uh, without having to pay too much attention, right? Did you have you seen a lot of his movies? Yeah, I've seen Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, I haven't seen the movie that he's seen that on, uh, but I think I think the only Johnny Depp movies I've seen are Pirates of the Caribbean. I don't think I've seen him in anything else. But um, I mean, he's a He's a fine actor, and um, you know, if you read, if you're, if you follow his his career, you know, these allegations are um, sort of out of left field. I don't think anybody um, believed he had this reputation or was aware of any of these issues. Uh, of all the people, of all the people who you who you would expect this kind of story to uh, follow, he's probably one of the last people I would think. Now, according to um online sources. Mr. Depp had a partner, a long-term partner named Vanessa Paredes, P-A-R-A-D-I-S, and they they were together from 1998 
to 2012. And um, I guess during that time, he got married and divorced. I guess married in 1983 and divorced in 1985 to Lori and Allison. And he does have two children, Lily Rose Depp and Jack Depp. Yeah. And uh, in 2015, um, he got married to uh, Miss Hurd, and they are currently separated in a divorce. Now, in that article I read from Time, they kept mentioning Depp's people, uh, kept referring to this as a short-term marriage. Tell me why that's important, Raj. Um, it's significant for uh, probably the main issue, which the article was citing, which are um, which were claiming that Ms. Heard filed a domestic violence to gain a financial advantage. Um, a marriage of less than five years is is considered a short-term marriage in um, in California, and when that's the case, typically now sometimes the court has a little discretion to do otherwise, but typically in a marriage of less than of less than five years considered a short-term marriage, spousal support uh, can you can only last for half that amount of time. So for in for these two marriage of fifteen of fifteen months, uh, you prospectively are looking at a spousal support award of seven months. And the uh, theory potentially by some people is that by alleging domestic violence, um, you know, Mr. Depp might be uh, capitulated into a negotiation position where he wants to get rid of the DV action uh, by way of throwing money at the situation to Ms. Heard and getting, and Ms. Heard potentially getting a, a larger financial settlement. But, um, you know, there there are protections within California and there are assessments done that uh, would very much prevent that from happening. Um, a finding of domestic violence can can have an effect on family law orders but not to the point that it would uh, change or limit the amount of spousal support that's awarded. Now, although it's not, it doesn't make any difference for this particular uh, marriage or analysis, you, are short-term marriages less than 10 years or, or, or less than five years? If, if I recall correctly, it's less than five. But in this particular situation... It doesn't matter. They were only married about 18 months, is what the uh, yeah. what's being reported on the internet. Right. And by the way, just to go back, um, at least one of um, Mr. Depp's children, his oldest daughter, that mother is Vanessa Paredes. Right. It wasn't his wife. I don't know that about his son or not. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I now, recall that he had a previous relationship and two kids. I, I can't remember if they're exactly married, but from everything I recall, they they were in a long-term relationship with two kids. From what you've heard, and of course, uh, I can tell you that I have not read the court paperwork. I was not mm-hmm. in court when the court granted the temporary restraining order. Uh, I don't think I'll be in court when the court ruled one way or the other on the final restraining mm-hmm. order. Just, you know, gossip, you know, people being people, what do you think? I mean, did these 
do you think these allegations, um, you know, Mr. Depp injuring uh, Ms. Hurd are true or not true? Well, that actually brings up a couple of interesting uh, side notes in the case. Um, there's there's a big battle, evidentiary battle, that will have to be waged in this case. Um, alle- allegedly, um, Mr. Depp has witnesses or had security in the area who claim that um, you know Ms. Hurd's version of events is completely different from what actually happened. Uh, moreover, that the police were called um, that night and didn't issue an emergency order um, and didn't see injuries or anything of the sort that Ms. Hurd is claiming. Um, and it's very curious. You know, Ms. Hurd is alleging a, a bunch of problems with the police actions and all these other things, but what matters to this case is that um, you know, when these two parties go to trial, Ms. Hurd is going to have to present evidence uh, direct evidence, greater than what she had to present for the uh, temporary restraining order, uh, that her allegations were true and that uh, you know she has corroborating uh, uh, evidence either in photos, police reports, um, hospital visits, something to that effect that proves her her situation. And uh, Mr. Depp has the obliga- or has the burden of showing that none of those things are true or that her version of events is inaccurate or that, uh, you know, so, something else might be going on. So, um, you know, I've seen some of the pictures here that they're claiming when she was walking out of court and uh, she had a bruise on her eye. Uh, in my experience, when, when she brings stuff like that, if all those pictures are true and accurate and at the time of the event, she she has a strong likelihood, I think, of prevailing. Now, according to the Internet, the police went to the home. There was some type of disturbance, and I guess they claimed that she didn't have any of those injuries. Right, and, and so that, what... No, so what Ms. Hurd is claiming is that, and I think what's in her declaration, too, is that the injuries or the, the visibility of the injuries has, like, increased over a few days, that that bruising became more prominent and so forth. Mm-hmm. And, and that seems, you know, uh, logical. I, I've seen that in, in cases that we've been involved with. Right. right. Um, you know, you know it's interesting. Society... In... Go ahead. Sorry, go ahead, Vince. No, it's interesting. What? Yeah, it, it's, it, it's interesting because a domestic violence restraining order has significant negative consequences. Um, you know, it gets put in a, in a federal database, uh, the CLEP system. Um, when somebody does a background check, they can find it. It has significant negative effects for uh, for a lot of people. And um, that's why some people consider it a leverage tool in, in dissolution and custody matters. Um, and when I've gone and done these trials, you know, there's a lot of favoritism given to towards women, and if you can show physical injury, um, I I've seen very few judges who who are um, bold enough to not grant a restraining order for even if it's just for a year to not grant a restraining order when they're presented with valid you know physical evidence. Um, and Mr. Depp's team is going to have a, a, a strong job of uh, either objecting to the introduction of that evidence or uh, presenting 
contrary evidence to diminish those things. But if she can show the injury and she can show it was at the time of at the time of the events that she claims and um, can corroborate her allegations, then you know I think I think she'll have a strong position. You know, a lot of the movies Mr. Depp does uh, are uh, Disney movies. Yeah. How do you think this going to play out on his career if uh, some judge decides that uh, he has committed domestic uh, violence against a woman? You know, uh, the Disney organization is one of those that really doesn't tolerate even the insinuation of of, uh, of violence towards women. So, um, you know, Disney owns ESPN and ABC, and so I've seen on from on several situations, even if there's a an allegation of it. They'll suspend somebody or, or take them off the airwaves completely. But what's different about this case is that um, Johnny Depp is a cash cow for them. And so, you know, I think they'd be willing to, to they'd have to strongly consider that fact. And I think his next movie is slated for release either later this year or next year. And um, uh, the facts in this case are, are, are not dispositive uh, one way or the other. There's a valid, ex- there's at least at this point, seemingly a valid explanation from Mr. Depp's side. And there is a version of events from Ms. Hurd's side. And so, um, I think Disney's going to have a tough choice in deciding whether they want to stand for um, socially significant issues like violence against women or stand by their, stand by their uh, cash cow. So uh, I think uh, until a decision's made, uh, if the judge actually finds there was domestic violence and um, executes a restraining order, I, you know, um, Disney's going to have a tough choice on its hands. You know, but it's kind of, um, you know, the cat's out of the bag. I mean, uh, Ms. Hurd has made these serious allegations against Mr. Depp, and, uh, right. you know, the public and uh, Disney and anybody else is always going to, you know, to wonder, um, you know, if they're true or not. You know, I I, I could see this case very easily settling. Um, perhaps yeah. she's given some type of whatever she wants. I don't know what she wants, but uh, you know, maybe maybe a a non klutz type restraining order. You know, they stay away from each other. But yeah. um, but you know, wow, she's rung the bell. We can't unring it. She's made some right. serious allegations about Mr. Depp. Right. And, and that's where a lot of these, you know, the, it's a very divisive issue. Um, uh, you know, on social media, you know, there are people who are in the camp of saying that she's doing this for, as, a, as a tactic. And um, because not only is it, could it have leverage for her in the divorce case, you know, the, the public fallout uh, against uh, Mr. Depp could be significant and um, it could, you know, it, it's serious leverage for her, but, uh, you know, Miss Miss Wasser, who is uh, Johnny Depp's attorney, she's uh, you know she's one of one of the big celebrity attorneys. She's handled Kim Kardashian and a bunch of other big celebrities. Uh, so you know, she'll know exactly how to deal with this issue and and make sure that that her client's well represented. Um, you know, Vince, we've we've dealt with these kinds of issues uh, with celebrities as well. We've had a few. Um, uh, celebrity clients, professional athletes, things of that nature, and, and we see this tactic very often, actually. Divorce is an ugly business, you know that, Raj. 
it's a and I don't all, I, I'm still in the process of, of figuring it out, but um, it's I've yet to I've yet to see where um, somebody makes these allegations on a on a genuine basis and and not for leverage, um, especially when there's money involved and there's you know interestingly here there's no kids involved, so it's it's uh, it's a different situation, but especially when there are kids involved, uh, you know the tactics get ugly, they get dirty, and um, it compels sort of the side who is supposed to be presumed innocent to, um, be, you know, fight harder just to disprove an allegation, even though the burden should be on the other side. If there was a child involved, what would be what would we be considering? So if if there was a child involved, that's where the domestic violence issue becomes really significant. So once you have a finding of domestic violence, there are several presumptions that kick into effect. And um, the most significant of them is that uh, a pa- uh, the, the party that's the protected party uh, would have a legal presumption on their side or the abused party would have a legal presumption on their side, then they should have sole custody uh, of the children and um, and could also argue for sole occupancy of a family home um, and, a, and a few other things. But the biggest one is on custody. So if you can find, uh, get a finding of domestic violence, then, uh, you know, you are in a advantageous position when it comes to negotiating a lot of other issues related to custody. Luckily for both of them that they didn't have a child that they'd be fighting over in this divorce as well. Yeah. Divorce is complicated enough on its own and I I think what makes cases last uh, last the longest and become the most contentious are when there are kids involved. You know, People can fight over money all they want, but uh, when it comes when it comes to the kids, that's when the true passions arise. You know, Mr. Depp, uh, according to the internet, is currently in Europe promoting a uh, new movie that's coming out. I right. think the title is um, Alice Through the Looking Glass. Correct. Correct. Right? I think in that movie, yeah. Mr. Depp plays the uh, the Mad Hatter. And I yeah. believe that's also a Disney film. Correct. Uh, Correct. The, the timing could the timing couldn't have been worse for him. And and that there was some some negative attention drawn to Miss Hurt for the timing of it, um, saying that she specifically waited till he was out of town and couldn't defend himself. Um, so I mean, which if if that's the case, which was creative on her part, but um, uh, you know, like we've been saying, there's there are several. Uh, career and financial uh, impacts to Mr. Depp if, if this case goes, if this case becomes more public and he continues to receive negative press. Um, but like I said, like I also said earlier, there's there's ne- there's conflicting reports on both sides, and so that's why this is one of the tougher tougher celebrity cases to sort of pin down or or decide who might have an advantageous position because of because of all the conflicting reports. Do you um, 
they did they set, the judge set a hearing. I guess he he or she he did have to set a hearing for the uh, actual domestic violence restraining order. Yes, and uh, you know one of the things I that's interesting about this all of this is public record. You know anyone can sort of go and look up the case and uh, get copies of it. Uh, but normally in a domestic violence case, uh, a a party is entitled to a hearing within 20, 21 days after filing on this on an ex parte basis. So the fact that temporary orders were granted, there should should typically be a hearing within about 20 days of uh, of that finding. I'm trying to see if I can find out when it is. Do you... Uh... I wonder if they're going to allow media in that. I, yeah, I think that the court's going to, uh, for the first time, have an issue about, uh, you know, me, media attention in a, in a family law case. Most family law proceedings are are open, uh, and any and any member of the public could could come in. A lot of courtrooms in in downtown courthouse where I think this one is being heard. Yeah, it is being heard there. Uh, a lot of courtrooms downtown don't have a lot of space for the public to get in, so it's going to sort of be a a battle, or I'm sure the court is going to initiate a process by which people can can come in and sit down. Well, it's sure going to be interesting, and I think it's sure going to um, be splashed all over the news. Um, Yeah, for sure. I was going to ask you what was your favorite your favorite Johnny Depp movie, but you said that you <laughs> only had seen the Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, you know what's interesting is that um, I I went to a a midnight showing uh, of I think I can't remember, I think it was the third Pirates of the Caribbean. I went to a midnight showing when I was in college uh, with a girl I was dating at the time, but. Uh, went to a midnight showing and uh, I, <laughs> I ended up falling asleep. Not because the movie was bad, but just because it was so late. And I think that's the last uh, Pirates of the Caribbean that I ended up seeing. But you know, I he's a he's a good actor. I've liked his movies, and um, the only ones that I can claim are, are Pirates of the Caribbean, though. You know, there's an old saying that. Uh... Any publicity is better than no publicity. Yeah, or or there's no such thing as bad publicity. Right, that's what I was looking for. (laughs) Yeah. And Uh, he's certainly getting a lot of publicity out of this incident. uh, Oh, so interesting thing I found here, Vince, is that um, the the case is available through the uh, L.A. Courts online portal, case summary portal, um, and if you do a little digging on the internet, you can find the case number um, and enter it and, and figure out what's happening. But the hearing on the restraining order is set for June 17th. So she filed on May 27th. So yeah, right right within that 21-day window, there should be a uh, a hearing on this on this uh, on this order. And the most interesting part about the case summary, uh, I think there have been two pub- looks like two public information requests one by TMZ and one by uh, CBS, so, uh, the, and one by Entertainment Tonight. So uh, it seems like the media hounds are, 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 getting, are getting their teeth into this case already. 
Well, it can only be done on that date um, if two things are satisfied. Number one, if Mr. Depp has been served properly, and if he's in Europe, that's going to be hard to do. And whether he's served or not, uh, he's entitled to a continuance, is he not? Yeah, he would be entitled to a, to a, at least one continuance uh, of this hearing. He would basically just he would have to waive his right to have the trial done within the 21 days. So uh, he can stipulate, extend, put out whatever he wants to do to develop his response. Um, and all he would basically have to do is agree to the temporary orders remaining in effect. Um, so I, I, you know, I haven't been able to see the temporary orders. I don't know if Miss uh, Miss Heard was granted exclusive possession of a family home or any of those things. But um, I'm sure a guy like Mr. Depp probably has a couple homes that he can stay in. So it would be no issue for him to uh, make sure that his legal presentation is the strongest it could possibly be, that he has all the evidence on his side, and that uh, he presents his defense in the strongest manner possible. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, Raj, um, Ms. Hurd is asking for approximately $50,000 per month in spousal support, yeah. according to right. uh, the Internet. And yeah. apparently Mr. Uh, Depp's attorneys have responded with a flat-out no. They don't want to pay her any spousal support um, because of the fact that it's just a short-term marriage. I mean, literally 18 months. Right. And the big factor there is that um, the purpose of spousal support, uh, and the court goes into this uh, through discussion of what's called uh, the Family Code 4320 factors, and it's a a list of about 15 factors that the court takes into consideration when making an order for spousal support. And those include uh, every manner of the uh, standard of living of the parties. You know, uh, this was a couple that lived a lavish lifestyle. I think she listed monthly expenses of around 40 grand. And, uh, uh, you know, she would obviously be asking for that amount in spousal support, but she's independently wealthy. Uh, she has a reasonably successful acting career. So, the fact that she would need this amount of money, um, I can understand why his attorneys are responding with a flat-out no. Well, you know, um, you said that she's well off and has money. She's not Donnie, Johnny Depp. She doesn't no, have that's Johnny also Depp true. Money. <laughs> true. That's also true. Um, you, USA Today online is saying that the divorce filings do not say whether they have a prenuptial agreement although TMZ, which first reported the news Wednesday, and Entertainment Tonight report they do not have a prenuptial agreement. It's, that's surprising to me around, you know, every time we read it, uh, I can't believe, a, you know, celebrities are notorious for, for, for doing these kinds of things, for making sure that they have all of their affairs in order, but um, if people remember back to when this when these two got got together, it was a very whirlwind romance. Um, they met on the set of a movie, you know, movie setting, movie shoots are only about three months. Uh, they met on the set of a movie and were married sort of instantaneously. So um, I think, you know, Mr. Depp kind of got caught up in the in the romance, in the whirlwind romance, and, and didn't contemplate a day when when the marriage might fall apart. 
And that's that's unfortunate, but it's it's a reminder to all parties that, you know, when you're getting into marriage, you think it's a beautiful, positive thing, but especially when there are significant financial issues involved, um, if, you know, if you're the financially more um, elevated party, then you have to really take into consideration what the effects might be if, if the marriage falls apart and get a prenup. Yeah. Now, the the Internet is reporting that Mr. Depp is 52 years old. I didn't I didn't yeah. realize he was that old. Uh, it's Hollywood makeup, Vince. They can make you look any age. <laughs> um, he, I mean, he wears he, eyeliner on a daily basis, so who knows how old he is. But, uh, yeah, I was surprised, too, that he was 52. What did you think about that video they did in Australia apologizing for the dog smuggling? Uh, it was... Uh, it was one of the more interesting things I've ever I've, I've ever watched. They looked like the two least enthused people who were being compelled to make a video so that they wouldn't uh, face penalties in Australia. And I don't know if you know, Vince, the, the penalties for bringing in a an animal against Australian law are significant. I think they were they were looking at real jail time and real penalties. You know, when I first saw that video, I thought they were just doing it as kind of, kind of a joke. But I no, guess it was, was, a, a, it was a settlement agreement with the government. Um, part of uh, another newspaper, The Sun, in the United Kingdom, is estimating that Johnny Depp is worth $400 million dollars. Now, if he, if they don't have a prenup, what is Ms. Hurd entitled to in California? Uh, she'd be entitled to a lot of money. Uh, what the court is, <laughs> what the court is going to do is they're going to look at two things. They're going to look at an income, well, a dismal master based off of their income and expense declaration and taxes, and uh, and then also the uh, marital standard of living, those 4320 factors. So uh, the court is, is going to look at both of those factors and, and figure out what her uh, uh, monthly effectively stipend will be or support amount will be uh, based on those two numbers. Um, you know, at you, we'd have to find out, even though he's, Mr. Depp is valued at $400 million, it would really be based on uh, how much he's earned within the last 12 months. Um, and so we would have to see, based on when he was paid out for his movies, how much he got in advance, how much he makes in uh, endorsement deals, what that nets out to in a monthly income for him, and what his uh, uh, expenses are. He might be paying child support for his other two children, which would be uh, a factor, a hardship factor for him. But um, based on all of those things, it'll, you know, the Disco Master will render a, a, a printout and, and an amount that he would have to pay subject to argument by his very qualified attorneys, of course, but you know, it's a pretty standardized process. You know, Laura Wasser, um, they say, first became famous back in 2003, 2003. I think she represented Angelina Jolie uh, when she uh, divorced Billy Bob Thornton. 
And then since then, uh, she's represented uh, Khloe Kardashian, Britney Spears, Ryan Reynolds, Scarlett Johansson, Christina Aguilera, um, Heidi Klum. Uh, I think she even represented uh, Maria Shriver when she split from Arnold. So she... uh, she is the celebrity go-to. If you, you know, when people hear Laura Wasser in a celebrity, it's sort of like hearing um, Gloria Allred and and uh, you know, in in her representation of, of of abuse victims. There's there are these people who have this public profile uh, and garner a certain reputation when when these kinds of cases are heard. Well. <clears throat> Are you familiar with uh, her firm? I'm not familiar with her firm. I'm familiar with her work, and it's good. Uh, but um, she's, I mean, I, I've heard her name more than more times than can be counted for a lot of the cases that you mentioned uh, when representing celebrity clients. And, but at the same time, it's not to say that uh, any competent attorney couldn't do the same amount of work. Um, I think where... Certain attorneys differentiate themselves, and, and for clients who have been represented by our firm, Vince, I think they see this when you go, when you go and represent them, when you're in court. So the family code and knowledge of trial, um, knowing how to litigate these issues, that really differentiates these attorneys. And I think people go back to, to her, to Ms. Wasser, because um, she knows how to present the evidence in the correct way, and um, you know, represent each, represent her client's position to make sure that they don't give up any more than they have to and that they're that the other side is um, sort of forced into actually presenting their case and, and asserting their positions properly. So um, Ms. Wasser is a great attorney, but it's nothing that I don't think any other experienced seasoned attorney couldn't competently do as well. And uh, if we have any listeners out there who are contemplating uh, entering into a divorce and uh, whether uh, a prince or a pauper, our office has the resources and ability to represent you. You know, I think Ms. Wasser graduated from Loyola Law School. That's interesting. Where did you graduate from law school? That's my alma mater. Yeah? I don't know what... She's a fine fine attorney and I'm sure she's going to do a very good job uh, for Mr. Depp, and I'm sure that um, Ms. Uh, Hurd's attorneys are going to do a very good job for her. It will be interesting to see what happens yeah. and uh, what findings the judge makes with respect to this domestic violence issue and Mr. Depp. You know, um, if if Mr. Depp if his children were both young children, minors, from another relationship, could the domestic violence allegations have an effect on his custody and visitation with those children? Uh, potentially. Uh, it, would be, it would be the obligation of the uh, other custodial parents to bring that to the attention of the court, maybe ask for a modification in custody based on this finding that... Uh, that this finding of domestic violence has, it, you know, makes him a threat, you know, demonstrates a behavior that he's volatile or something to that effect, 
and that uh, you know he shouldn't be his amount of custody time should be reduced. But uh, there are no statutory statutory provisions that a finding of domestic violence in one case is automatically a uh, reduction in custody with with other children. But it's a factor. It could be considered by the court. You know, you mentioned Johnny Depp and the Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, Variety is reporting that um, Ms. Depp is saying, excuse me, Ms. Hurd is saying that uh, Johnny Depp's Pirates 5 injury occurred during a fight with her, with Amber Hurd. Um, and in a May 31st, 2016 article, uh, Variety is reporting that after declaring in court that she has endured excessive emotional, physical, and verbal abuse during the entirety of their relationship, she claims that the injury that a, that a strange husband, Don, Johnny Depp, incurred that halted filming on Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men Tell No Tales, occurred during a, full, uh, a physical altercation with her. According to E.T., Depp reportedly injured his right hand while punching a wall during an argument the couple had in Australia in March of 2015. The injury and resulting surgery cut into filming for more than a month. Depp had to fly back to the U.S. to receive medical treatment and eventually had a pin inserted in one of his fingers. Disney, the studio behind Pirates of the Caribbean, declined to comment on the matter. As is to be, I, 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 you know, getting back to your question from earlier on in our in our show, you know, how would Disney react to this? You know, it's going to be to their best interest to not comment publicly one way or the other and sort of let the issue play out. But um, if that's the case, then th- those are the kinds of things that uh, Ms. Hurd can bring to the table and present to the court as to, you know, how giant certain injuries or or, or had committed past acts of violence uh, against her. So uh, it's going to be a big burden on her to show that this was, you know, she could get she could get the restraining order off of this single incident, but if she can show a pattern, it's going to be even more um, significant to her side. Rush, before we end the show this evening, I want to talk about... Um prenuptial agreements because apparently there wasn't one here but uh, tell us a little about about what are the advantages and disadvantages of prenuptial agreements so the, the biggest advantage to a prenuptial agreement is it specifically outlines the agreements of parties prior to marriage as to how they're going to divide their assets you know in the event that their relationship expires. You can make agreements on how to divide certain marital property, how whether or not certain business interests will remain together or separate, uh, all these types of things. And it's great whether you're um, a wealthy person like uh, Mr. Depp or whether you're, you're just the average Joe. It gives clear direction to parties as to in the event that they're relationship were to end that, you know, they know exactly how to proceed. And 
it's critical that this document be executed the correct way. So first of all, uh, it needs to be written down. Of course, it needs to be a written, written agreement. It's a contract. Uh, and then secondly, it needs to be notarized uh, within the presence of both parties. And then uh, moreover, each party needs to be specifically given an opportunity to have the document independently reviewed by their own professional. Uh, and the period that they need to be given for that is at least seven days. So in compiling the agreement, you need to make sure there's a specific clause that both parties have been given an opportunity to review this document, have it independently reviewed by outside counsel if they choose so, and then sign an initial next to that area. And then um, uh, in the event that there's any dissolution or any, or any process, that contract can become controlling and will give direction to the court and to the parties as to how to exactly divide their assets. So um, it's a very advantageous uh, document to have between two parties, and it makes the divorce process uh, sort of streamlined. You know, it's it's very clear how how these things. If the document was written correctly, it becomes very clear how to divide all of these assets and can save parties time, money, and energy um, instead of litigating a, a dissolution matter. So, if people are looking to do that, that's definitely a service that our office provides. Um, it can be done relatively simply and for a very reasonable fee. So, um, for those in contemplation of marriage, uh, you know, we encourage you to call our office and uh, set up an appointment and we they have to review sort of what you might want to put together in, in any sort of prenuptial agreement. Raj, are there any disadvantages to prenuptial agreements? Well, people don't like being presented with it. <laughs> so uh, aside from maybe your, your uh, soon-to-be spouse throwing a shoe in your face, thinking that, uh, you know, you're trying to, you're already in contemplation of a relationship ending, uh, that's one big disadvantage. But uh, uh, if the document is not executed correctly, um, it can be very problematic. So, uh, you know, I had a client who came in who came in earlier this week, and uh, you know, she ha- she had a prenuptial agreement from from earlier in the marriage, and there were some problems with it, but you know, it wasn't correctly litigated by the court, and they found it to be controlling. Um, so if it you know, you really want to make sure that the document is executed correctly, that it is written correctly, signed correctly, and then um, maintained in a place that you can have access to it when you start a divorce proceeding. So, um, you know, sort of the only real, in my opinion, the only real disadvantage is to uh, is that it doesn't, you know, it's not a fun topic to discuss. Um, and then there are certain things that you can't limit in a, in a prenuptial agreement, you can't make automatic limitations on uh, child support and those kinds of things uh, because those are for the best interest of the child, not the parties. So you can make certain modifications and limitations on spousal support, but child support is untouchable and will still be uh, within the jurisdiction of the court. Now, Raj, you're you're engaged, aren't you? I am. I'm engaged to a very lovely woman that I'm very excited to marry in about three months. Have you, uh, did you even dare bring up this subject? Um, We've we've spoken about it, but uh, we have this culturally overriding philosophy against against divorce. So that that sort of puts puts both of us uh, uh, in in a 
uh, in an expectation. So I, I don't think I'm going to do one, um, despite my advice to other people. Um, but that's a personal choice that you know I've I've, I've had a conversation <laughs> I've had a conversation about it and I'm choosing not to do it. Right, right. Don't do as I do. Do as I say do. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, you know, I could I could launch into a, a few culturally inappropriate jokes, but I'm going to refrain from doing so. Thank you. You know, I I've been married <laughs> twice, and I've I've never had a uh, a uh, prenuptial agreement. Uh, what what went into that choice for you, then? Just uh, if you don't mind me asking. Um, the first marriage, um, we were both too young and dumb to even think about it. <laughs> and then the the second marriage, um, if I dared brought it up, I would uh, lose a body part, I think. <laughs> so I, just, I didn't even bring it up. Yeah, yeah. Well, and well, I think I don't know. I don't know if you mind me saying, but I'll, I'll say it anyway. Well, you met you met your second wife while you were in law school, if I'm not mistaken. No, I met my my second wife after I was a lawyer. And then you still chose not to bring it up. And still chose not to bring it up. The affairs of the heart went over the the legal uh, advice. Yeah. And I guess maybe that's yeah, the same situation Mr. Mr. Depp found himself in. Yeah, I, I bet it was. You know, they, you know, he's faced with um, dating a, a very beautiful woman, uh, a younger woman, and uh, he thought probably that love would conquer all, and that they would never find themselves themselves in this position. Yet right. here they are in this position. That's unfortunate for him. Raj, we're running out of time. Next week, what would you like? What topics do you think you'd like to discuss? Uh, Well, first of all, I encourage uh, any of our listeners out there, if they have a specific question that, you know, they want our our experts, Vince and I, to address, please, uh, you know, give our office a call or uh, and ask to speak with our producer, Marissa. We'd be happy to to address those questions. Um, but uh, I think next week, if this case hasn't <laughs> resolved itself, we'll maybe give give the audience a little bit of an update. And um, uh, I had a new, potential new client today ask me about parental alienation issues, so I want to touch on that a little bit as well. Okay. Well, that's what we'll do. And we'll see everyone um, on the radio next Wednesday at um, 7 o'clock. Thank you, Raj. Thank you, Vince. Have a great time in Chicago.